Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up and get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000. My name is Mario Terabasi, joined as always by Greg Boyson on the CHGO Blackhawks post-game podcast. As you just watched, the Winnipeg Jets defeat the Chicago Blackhawks 6-4 at the United Center, the final game before tomorrow's trade deadline at 2 p.m. Central. A quick plug, we will be on the air live during the trade deadline tomorrow. Uh, Greg, myself, and Jay Zawoski will be joining us. A two-hour show tomorrow, 1 to 3 p.m. Central time. We'll be live for the final hour of the trade deadline, and we'll get a couple of those last uh, trades that trickle through after after, uh, 2 p.m., and, uh, yeah, looks like the Blackhawks are going to be pretty busy tomorrow if they don't do anything uh, late tonight. But um, we'll get into the game. We'll get into the uh, trades yet to make uh, in a little bit. But, yeah, let's get into the game first. 6-4, um, to four, Blackhawks lose. Uh, not a great game for Marc-Andre Fleury in net. Could this have been his last game for the Blackhawks? Who knows, Greg? Yeah, I – yeah, um, we can just – play the last six shows we've had right here. We'll come back <laughs> and then recap the game. But um, I, I, I mean, best of. there's not much left out there. The Minnesota Wild kind of emerged as a a, a candidate out of nowhere yesterday, a surprise Potent- candidate. Potential partner. Might be the only one left right now. Um, but you never know. Somebody can get, if the price goes down, someone else can jump in there. You never know. I mean, obviously... Led to believe Davidson's been, Kyle Davidson's been holding off for a uh, first-round pick, and he might not get it now, but based on some of these what hauls that some of these other players are getting, you know, dig your ankles in deep for that first-round pick. If it's just not there, then they take the best thing available because you can't, you can't let him leave via free agency for nothing at this point. Get what you can get. Right. From, from a complete rebuild and business standpoint, you have to get something for Flurry in the next couple of hours because keeping him around this season and then letting him hit the free agent market next season, uh, you can't let him just walk for nothing. So, no. so yeah, I, we've we've talked about it pretty much every show that we've done. We are we be- understand we're beating the dead horse. The, but- we understand the ten team no trade clause. We understand the handshake agreement that Kyle Davidson may or may not be honoring. Uh, between Fleury and Stan Bowman. Um, I I suspect that the signal, as much as I want Marc-Andre Fleury to be traded to benefit the Blackhawks' rebuild plans, the sense I get with Fleury playing tonight is that if if he were to have said, I will accept a trade to the wild if that ended up being the if that's been the team that's come forward as you know a potential suitor him and, and him and minnesota gm bill Guerin have history from their time in pittsburgh um if flurry were to have said i will accept a trade to the wild i don't think there's any reason he would have been playing tonight because then then you know that deal needs to be getting done and you don't risk injury to flurry in the last game before the deadline and there was significant risk to injury yeah, for Fleury in that, this game. That, that whole trade scenario almost blew up as he lost his glove while the was that while the Jets were on a power play. Uh, I think it, it they was. scored. I, well, I, yeah, I don't I mean, remember. It's, if it's it was pretty a power, easy to score play. glove side when there's no <laughs> when there's glove. No there. glove. Yeah. So he's there for a good few seconds with no glove on his glove hand, and then of course, just, yeah. the puck goes to that side of the ice, and it was an easy goal. But you're just going, oh my god! You just the, you gotta be kidding me. He's <laughs> gonna break his hand because he dropped his glove, and there goes any trade. Um, but thankfully, that didn't happen. A lot of people were asking, myself included, why is he playing? Why yep. is he playing? Lincoln and you know he played yesterday, but so I mean what? when he's I mean, goalies can play back to And he backs. played really good. Yeah. It was in the afternoon, so he got a few extra hours. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like they were traveling home from, from LA. I don't think that forty two minute flight from the from, Twin Cities yeah. took much out of him. So right. he could have played him. Um I saw a tweet during the game that I forget who it was, but if you're watching claim credit for it, but 
Somebody said if Flurry had a good sense of humor, he'd tell King to take him out for a couple of shifts and put Lincoln <laughs> in. That would have had everybody just going a quick, crazy. Quick but bathroom break in the in the middle of the second period yeah. and just well, uh, watch everyone lose their minds. One way or the other, come two p.m. tomorrow afternoon, we'll we'll have a resolution to this. Either he's going to be in Minnesota or Toronto or somewhere else or he's going like to play. No, I definitely not after they made the move for, for Giordano. They seem to be happy with their goalie situation. Good luck with that. <laughs> with Harry uh, Sateri. Uh, Harry yeah. Sateri. Wait, that's Olympic gold medalist Harry hey. Sateri to you, sir. Um, yeah, I uh, we'll find out tomorrow afternoon. We can keep beating this dead horse of all these scenarios, but it looks like it's the Minnesota Wild or he or closes bus. out the season and the Hawks – miss out an opportunity to get any kind of asset for a guy you got for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it I mean, would, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but it, it would be a big failure it's a, to it's Davidson a, after a huge win with the Hagel trade. It's a big swing and a miss to, yeah, to not, not get a deal done, um, whether or not the price ends up being too high for Flurry, or if he just says, no, I'm not accepting anything at this point. Um, it would, yeah, it would be a big miss. But, uh, I mean, he... It, he didn't do himself any favors in, in his last performance before the trade deadline to, you know, put on a, a, a good showing for it, for Minnesota. If they ended up being the, uh, the suitors for, uh, for flurry and a potential deal, 26 saves on 31 shots tonight. Um, since his shutout performance on February 18th, here are the save percentage numbers for flurry, 870, 886, 906, 813, 906, 870, 9.58 in what should have been his last game as a Blackhawk, and then 8.39 tonight. Ooh, that's, that's not really good. Not great, Bob. Not great. <laughs> and, and here's the thing, though. It's like... But, yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> where Yeah, I, I think we were going to go kind of go, going to the same point. Where is his mental space at knowing that this has been months upon months of trade talks, um, I mean, obviously, it, he was he was asked about it in the media a couple of weeks ago, and you know he's he was contemplating his future, and he said that he hadn't had really any direct talks with uh, with the Blackhawks regarding his future. But um, yeah, I mean, it, and it, you gotta you gotta think where his mindset might be if we if we still don't know for sure if he's willing to accept a trade or not. I mean, it's it's it seems to be up in the air, and you know. For, for, for the performance he had tonight, it's not all on his shoulders. I mean, no. the, the defensive coverage tonight uh, was, was pretty poor at, diff- at times. You, you could say that for all those games. Right. I mean, it, you, that's it hasn't you, been great. Yeah, the entire season it's been that way. But, you know, it, 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 it makes me question Flurry, and I, I've brought this up before. You really want, like, you really just want to stick around and play behind this defense? I wouldn't. I mean, you want to, how many times can you, can you sit there and watch, you know, Riley Stillman fall asleep and let a guy go right to the back door and score, or Eric Gustafson realize that thing. four guys are behind him when there's yeah. only one guy in front of him. And it's not like these are these are isolated instances. This happens over and over and over and over again because you've got bad defensemen on this team, and bad defensemen make bad defensive plays. <laughs> We've seen it it's all funny season how long. That works. Yeah, it's weird when you've got subpar talent on the blue line. Your goalie is gonna his save percentage is gonna look like crap for long stretches of the season. So yeah, those numbers you read off are not great, but you can't pin all of that on flurry for those two reasons. We just said the team in front of him has done him very little, very few favors this entire season. Mm -hmm. And his headspace can't be great right now with all this stuff going on off the ice. These guys will tell you every time you ask them, no, no, I don't pay attention. That's a load of of crap. That's a load of crap. There's no, in this day and age, you can't escape it. It's everywhere. You know, maybe in the eighties and the nineties, you can say, I don't read the paper, so I don't hear it. Well, that was your only option, but (laughs) you can't go anywhere today. You can't turn on your phone without seeing your name in trade rumors. So yeah, I I don't, I don't envy him in any way, shape, or form for the last few weeks. Maybe his paychecks. I envy his paychecks. <laughs> Other than that, I don't envy uh, the situation he's been in. And, and you know, he, we all know he's a great guy. Nobody's ever said a bad word about him. And, you know, just some resolution so he can go on with his season, whether it's here or in Minnesota, just get some, you know, that distraction away from him. And, yeah. you know, if he goes to Minnesota – 
I'll be cheering for, for him from down here in Chicago. You know, Minnesota, a lot of rivalry between Chicago and Minnesota, but you know, not as heated as it used no, to be. I got, I got family up there and, and he's a, he's a nice guy. And you know what? Minnesota, uh, better than the blues. Yeah. <laughs> but I, never if, root if, for if, the blues. Sorry. Yeah. If we're picking a central division team to, to, to pull for, I'm, I'm fine with pulling for Minnesota because I really have no angst against them. Um, currently I've, Ryan Hartman, you have any angst against him? A little bit. Yeah, where was this six years ago? <laughs> <laughs> That's my angst. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I mean, the the, the performances tonight, um, none of the Blackhawks were uh, extra spectacular. So the three stars all went to the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, it was Mark Scheifele, Kyle Connor, and uh, apparently an actual NHL player named Jansen Harkins. Sure. His dad uh, was a former Chicago Wolf. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That I know. There you go. So uh, we had the entire uh, entire lineup tonight to choose from for the CHGO fourth stars of the night. Um, I I have a reputation with this player, so I have to uh, I have to stick with it. <laughs> Two point night, and he gave the Blackhawks their only lead for about thirty seconds. Uh, in the second period on a nice uh, give-and-go play with Patrick Kane. I'm going with Dylan Strom. You are the uh, – we both have gimmicks here. Uh, my, gimmick, <laughs> my gimmick is the Roosevelt shirts, and your gimmick is – Picking Dylan Strom. Dylan Strom love. Hey, it's, it's hard to argue with if that. He, if he keeps having good, good enough performances, hey, I'm going to keep picking him. It's hard to argue. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with one of the new guys, Taylor Radish. Uh, Radish. Picked up his uh, – First point, nice assist on the Jonathan Taves goal, mm-hmm. the opening goal of the game. Just threw it at the net, and and the captain was there to tip it on home. It was a real nice play. Good things happen when you just throw the puck at the net sometimes. Hey, it's, it's never a bad play to How get a shot How many times have goal? we watched this team look for the perfect shot only to turn it over and watch the puck go in their own net? So many, it's nice to just say, times. hey, screw it. I'm throwing it at the <laughs> net, and holy cow, it worked. It was it a goal. It worked out. He a, he, so there was an assist, and then he picked up a big goal later uh, in that same in the in the period, mm. and so a goal and an assist for Radish. First two uh, points, four shots on goal total. A couple more hits. He had five hits in the game yesterday. So I mean, gotta love a kid a kid coming in, getting a chance with a new team, and performing right away. And and Boris Definite. Kachuk has been pretty darn noticeable too. They're, if if he was a half games. a step faster, he'd have two breakaway goals already in two games. He yeah. just just needed that half step to clear the defense, both against Minnesota and again tonight. Uh, he had another tip play. He was right in front of the net with a tip play. Just didn't get in the net. So both of those guys have been noticeable. Radish was is my fourth star. So I'm going to declare right now, we've already won the Brandon Hagel trade. It's <laughs> over. There's no more debate. Brand, we win the trade. Brandon um, Hagel, that, that fourth line bum yeah, in, that in Tampa. Eight minute of night guy. What a bust <laughs> that guy is. Kidding, we're kidding. <laughs> no, we're kidding. We like Brandon Hagel still. But we did win the. Championship. Um, yeah, I mean Radish, uh, he's been very noticeable in his in his first two games with the Blackhawks, and and you know yesterday's game, obviously a very unique situation, to just kind of be thrown into the lineup and say here, here you go, go just go get some ice time. So you got two young guys in their first NHL season going. Yeah, it sucks to go from uh, the two time defending champ to one of the bottom feeders in the Western Conference, but. On a personal level, they're getting much more elevated playing time. They're getting power play time. They're playing on in top six Special situations. Teams, yeah, and they're making the most of it. They have been very impressive. Radish, the more impressive of the two, but so far so good for those kids. So Radish is my fourth star uh, of the game, and I'm not giving that up. Yeah, so, I I will. Dylan Strom's uh, got enough t-shirts. We got to <laughs> yeah, go we got to we got to welcome Taylor Radish yes. to uh, to Chicago and get him a, a free uh, CHGO Blackhawks t-shirt. So what, I'll 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 give it to uh, to. Would you say you you made me cringe while we were watching the game? Would you say time to plant your radish garden? Yeah, <laughs> get your radish garden going. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, I don't I don't know if we're I don't my, like radishes I don't, in my salad, but I like radishes on my hockey team. No, it's it's funny. I'm I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to derail the conversation for a quick second. Um, today, uh, my my wife and I we took our we took our daughter to um, uh, to our to my my sister in law's house and had a had a fun little afternoon with uh, with all her kids and 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 uh, and whatnot. And we were we were discuss, discussing um, this is this is how exciting uh, the discussions are when when you're a parent. We were discussing um, how how we are cooking radishes. 
and how it how it affects the nutrients and the taste and everything. And I was like, yeah, you know, radishes, I've they have this uh, this bitter taste, but yeah, sometimes they're good in salads and stuff. And they're talking about sautéing them and like air frying them. And I was I was getting getting a little hungry. Who knew it was going to be foreshadowing for a big night from Taylor Radish tonight in the game? So uh, yeah. That's that's a roundabout way of, of tying those things Just together, right? We've had radishes on the brain all day. Radishes today. on the brain, and it turns into a two point night for Taylor. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll give him the the CHGO fourth star of the game. So congratulations, Taylor! Your uh, your your free shirt is on the way. And uh, the best way to support the CHGO Blackhawks podcast to support the. Uh, the Radish Garden is to... <laughs> I'm calling this studio the Radish Garden from now on because this is the, the first first game that he had we, 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 we got from this studio. We will, we will also accept some cabbage and lettuce in this in this garden too. And you can <laughs> give us some lettuce over at the points bet. There you, there there you go, it. yeah. The best way to support us is to download that points bet app. It's an agriculture show yeah. just like that. <laughs> Uh, use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll be happy to help you out. And PointsBet is introducing their new feature that they are very excited about and just in time for March. It is live college basketball same-game parlays. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. And now, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. Plus, with PointsBet's Match Madness, you, all users can earn up to $100 in free bets during each round. Just place a $50 pregame wager and get a free $20 live bet to be used for that round. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Now, uh, a note, personal note on the uh, live same-game parlays. Did not work out well for me today with the uh, the Wisconsin Badgers. Um, you know, it's it's very much the same story with Wisconsin basketball as it is with Wisconsin football. Um, every year, you're you're built up only to collapse and be disappointed at some point. Well, you made the cardinal sin of of sports betting. Bet with your heart. Bet with your heart, not your head. You should have known better. Yeah. You talked yourself into it, and now I had now uh, your account is what a dollar lighter. It's it's, it's seventy five cents lighter. That's yeah, tough. well, that's tough. It's it's a little bit more than that lighter because I was zero for three on the day on the points bet app. The uh, the the Blackhawks money line didn't play, pan out and uh, took Michigan State to upset Duke. That didn't work, wow. and then uh, yeah, my my three leg parlay on the Badgers all. Uh, Fell apart. So I had a, not a good day. I had Mario. A, oh, I, I I had a busy day of running errands and napping on the couch, so I completely <laughs> nice. forgot yeah. to get any bets in today. Good thing because I probably you're, lost you're in it. a better position than I am. Because it's <laughs> the first day in the last four days I haven't lost a bet, only because I didn't make one. There you go. Well, Mario and Greg, uh, yesterday I took the advice from Cody from our CHGO yes. bet show. You're telling he us had, he had put out there a six leg parlay, <laughs> and I hit it. Uh, it was a. Uh, uh, four thousand three hundred and fifty-eight to one is what it paid out. So, wow! Uh, yeah, I'm finally ahead. I was I was down in the points bet game, but this brought me right back in it. Wow! Yeah, I, found, I check start, out Cody. He's I guess listening to yeah. Cody. Yeah, yeah. That, that's our daily uh, weekday every weekday. I believe the yep. uh, CHGO bets show from right here in the Radish Garden. I feel like I need to say that with a Chicago accent. It's in the, the it's in the Radish the Garden, radish my garden. friend. <laughs> Are they going to pick up that? Like we should when the bet show is in here. They Every, should. Like tomorrow, it's the Radish Garden. Now. The we'll radish leave a note. Show. We're going to put a sign, yeah, put a sign we'll, on the door. We'll, we'll put a little sticky note. We'll be the first ones here in the office tomorrow to start our uh, trade deadline war room. So we'll, we'll, get, we'll get the Radish Garden going, my friends. Plant them radishes. 
Yeah. So yeah, it was it was. I gotta start listening to Cody more because he'll 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 help me get back to uh, no. back to even in the bank account. I should listen to him more, but the last time I listened to him, he told me Wyoming over Indiana. I didn't forget about that, Cody. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. So, I've had some bum advice this week. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get you gotta get some better better sources. My, yeah, I gotta get some better sources, or, or so, just stop altogether. <laughs> So yeah, the uh, we'll get back to the uh, the task at hand here. We'll get back on track. Blackhawks lose six four. Taylor Radish big game. Boris Kachuk, Kachuk, uh, you know a, a noticeable game. Um, interesting uh, quotes coming in here from from the post game here from from Kachuk talking about being traded from the Lightning to the Blackhawks. He says it sucks to leave such a winning culture and come into a rebuild, but it's part of the process. It's just coming in and getting more opportunity with the Hawks. There's such a rich history in that locker room. I'm just going to take the positive from it. It's an interesting, interesting little way. I, obviously, I like the honesty. Yeah, you you have to like the honesty because yeah, like we said, it can't he, be. Fun. He could have been, you know, a a, a a black ace with the with the lightning. Could have been, you know, getting into the lineup late into the season and and playing in some meaningful games and. Now he's, you know, playing with Chicago, who's going into a rebuild and not going to be playing in the postseason, not going to be playing in the meaningful games. But it's good to good to see that he has the mentality of, hey, this kind of sucks, but at least I'm going to be playing more, and he's going to take the best out of it. Yeah, I mean, he's got the positive. He, I mean, he's he's shown a positive attitude on the ice at least. And yes, getting traded anywhere can't be good. Um, you know, I, I've never been traded. I've been fired, but I've never been traded. <laughs> I've been told to get the hell out, but I've never been traded. But, uh, I, I mean, especially when you're a young guy and it's never happened to you. I'm sure a lot of these guys, they get drafted by a team and they envision they're going to be with that franchise forever. And then all of a sudden, you know, you finally get your first NHL season. You're getting some playing time with with the best team, one of the best teams in the league. And mm-hmm. then it's, oh, by the way, uh, we found somebody better. And, Heading uh, to Chicago, yeah. who just said that they're rebuilding for the next five years. Right. So, you know, Congrats. But, like we said earlier, both of those guys have been uh, very noticeable, and they're making the best out of the situation, and that's that's all, that's you, can all you can for. ask. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all you can ask for, for these. More, uh, more, more post-game commentary here. This is coming from Alex Debrinkett on uh, the, the trade of Brandon Hagel, who we knew, to, you know, we saw very clearly Debrinkett and Hagel were, uh, were good friends on the team. Uh, this is from Debrinkett. Uh, he says, I think it sucks to see Hags go, but it's part of the business. This stuff happens every year, and we've got to work through it. It's our jobs to work through it and still do the best we can on the ice. Again, no, no real earth-shattering uh, statements there, but he did expound a little bit more on the magnitude of Kyle G, uh, GM Kyle Davidson's rebuild plan. Uh, this is still from Debrinkit. He says, he's staying true to his word. I'm sure it was a tough decision to see a guy like Hags go, but what we got back is pretty good too. That's his job to do, and that's for us to just go out there and play hockey. Those quotes coming from Charlie Romeliotis and the Kachuk quote coming from John Dietz. So just wanted to give those guys proper accreditation. But yeah, I mean, it's... You know, you, you see the the ripple effect still of the of the Hagel trade um, weighing on guys, and right. and you you know it's a testament to the impact he had on the locker room and and the relationship he had with his teammates, and you know for obvious reasons it's it's tough, and you know you you see the the effort level last night or uh, yesterday afternoon, and then you see it tonight, um, two games that I don't think the Blackhawks necessarily played all too poorly it's just you're playing better teams and and you're playing you know you're playing teams that are trying to uh you know stay alive in the playoffs like the like Winnipeg is still trying to hang on to a a wild card opportunity Minnesota's uh fighting for playoff positioning so you know these kinds of efforts on against some lesser teams probably come away with uh with with wins or at least with a point uh the last two games tonight come away with nothing but I mean it's it's Part of the business, as as Debrinket, you know, clearly says, and um, I think we're going to be running into a situation now over the next, uh, you know, what half half a day? How many hours we got left in the twelve hours till tomorrow morning? Yeah, just quick quick math, about eighteen hours left before the uh, the trade deadline. I think I think Kyle Davidson should be pretty busy over these next eighteen hours. Yeah, we should have a lot to talk about tomorrow from 
1 to 3 o'clock. Don't forget about that. It's going to be a great show. Uh, we're going to have all the trade talk for you. There it is. I love this graphic. <laughs> just, this should just be up for the entire And this show. will be Jay Zawoski's ret- return to the podcast and, and his, his official start as a full-time member yep. of the CHGO Starting Blackhawks Starting tomorrow, podcast. those three lovely faces you see there will be on every Chicago every Black show Hawks podcast, Jay Zawaski coming as much over. as you love it or hate it, right? It'll be us, the so, trio. Jay will be here tomorrow, and then at every show after that, we can't wait to get started. Um, get what we've kind of envisioned this was going to be from day one, and then mm-hmm. real life stepped in for a couple of weeks. But things happen. It is, but it all worked out in the end for the best because now Jay is joining CHGO full time. And uh, we get to pick his brain starting tomorrow and every day. It's going to be a busy week. I hope you guys like late nights, our insomniacs, our third shifters. This week is for you because we got Wednesday and Thursday back-to-back 9 o'clock games on the West Coast. Coast, And we will be here in the studio live. Radish Garden. No, we'll be in the we'll be in the big <laughs> oh, garden. Oh no, yeah, for you're right. We got you're three right. guys now, so that's we'll, true. We get to upgrade to the the penthouse suite uh, for those late Studio night slumber A. parties. We're gonna have some CHGO Blackhawk slumber parties. <laughs> so just because the games are late doesn't mean the post game shows won't stop. We will uh, we will be here late nights, uh, Thursday and Friday mornings. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. I, the, Busy weekend. We're gonna be going. We're definitely gonna be going live. Uh, two hours in the next two days. hours on Monday, and then late night post games, and then a fun post game after Vegas Saturday afternoon. So that's the week ahead. So we hope you uh, hope you're sticking around and joining uh, the two of us and our good pal Jay Zawoski all yep. week long. And uh, I do want to get into a couple of the moves we saw uh, today to kind of gauge the market for where the Blackhawks might be uh, going into uh, the next couple of hours as we get into tomorrow as the trade deadline approaches at 2 o'clock central time. But before that, I do want to mention this. Uh, Patrick Kane, a two-point night tonight, uh, two assists. He now reaches the 70-point marker for the 10th time in his career. That is the second most... Uh, 70 point seasons by a U.S. born player, only behind Mike Madano's 12 times that he reached the 70 point marker. So Patrick Kane keeps on chugging. He's on a, what did I, did the math earlier? It's about a 97 point pace this year, which would be his third best season of his career. Pretty impressive pretty considering dang. how. Pretty impressive. How just a couple of months ago we were like, hey, is Patrick Kane done? Is this the year yeah. finally? He was getting assists, but he really wasn't. Still looking for goals. that 20th goal this season, but I think it'll I think he'll get it. Yeah, he'll he'll get that. That's if that's on points bet, I'm I'm betting my entire account <laughs> that he gets over Patrick 20 Kane goals. to hit 20 year. goals. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll I hit. I doubt it. that's a bet on there. That's too easy. Yeah. So, uh looking around the league, uh there was some activity today. Um and some 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 trades that kind of give a give a market temperature for what the Blackhawks are looking at, uh, especially when looking at a trade like Calvin DeHaan. Uh, we saw a number of defensemen uh, traded today. Maple Leafs acquiring Mark Giordano and Colin Blackwell from the Seattle Kraken. Uh, they gave up two second-round picks and a third-round pick to acquire those two players. Uh, the Ottawa Senators acquiring Travis Hamanick from the Vancouver Canucks in a very odd trade sure. between two teams that won't be in the postseason. But uh, Hamanick gets a third back from the uh, or the the the... Canucks get a third back from the Senators for Hamannick. Uh, a seventh-round pick goes to the Detroit Red Wings for defenseman Troy Stetcher. He will now be going to the L.A. Kings. They definitely need some help on the back end. Yep. I mean, he's not going to replace Drew Doughty, but you need... No, but he's he's, he's a guy who can he's step a, into yeah, a top-six lineup. guy. It's seventh-round pick, man. That, that's not a whole lot, I think. Surprisingly low for Troy Stetcher. It makes me worried, though. Like, does... does Steve Eiserman now get a favor from Rob Blake later on because, hey, remember that time yeah. I gave you that NHL guy for a seventh rounder? You know, That's that could true. be some sneaky stuff working. I don't, I don't trust any of either of those guys. So the... Yeah, so that's a that's a that's an interesting kind of wrench thrown into the de, to the defenseman market and what the uh, what the price tag could be for a Calvin DeHaan. But the Maple Leafs were not done with trades involving defensemen today. They send Travis Dermott to the Vancouver Canucks and they get a third round pick in exchange for a player that was in and out of their lineup. So, you know, you see a guy like Hamannick, you see a guy like Dermott, 
getting third round picks. You see a guy like Stretcher Stetcher get a seventh round pick. Um, I think Dehan, who should definitely be on the move, uh, I think he can get at least a third round pick or multiple mid round picks or a second round pick uh, for the Blackhawks in a trade. I think that's that's a move that should definitely happen. And I think we've seen a couple of teams that were trying to be in on Hampus Lindholm, trying to be in on Mark Giordano, uh, miss out on those opportunities. Uh, teams that were trying to get Ben Sherratt miss out on on those kinds of players. So now there's some teams out there on the market that could use a Calvin DeHaan, like a New York, like the New York Rangers, like the Calgary Flames, like te- these teams, like the Edmonton Oilers, teams that need help on defense. That now everybody needs help on defense. Yeah, getting a reliable defenseman is never a bad thing at the trade deadline, but obviously there are some teams out there that either missed out on those players or did not want to give up a big return for those players, and now Calvin DeHaan's out there going into tomorrow, and I think he's... Pretty decent consolation prize, I think. Yeah, Um, I think he can can get back a, 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 a quality pick. I think so. I think no less than a third... I mean, third is about where I expected most of the season. Mm-hmm. But based on some of the returns we've seen, I could easily see a second. And it also depends on how desperate the other side is. Right. You know, that that trade deadline is less than an hour away, and you haven't picked up any defensemen. All of a sudden, you know, Mr. Davis would be like second second round pick or I hang up this phone, right. you might be more willing to do that. So are you going to be more upset that you gave up a second round pick or more upset that you didn't right. fill your roster properly? Yeah. You're out, you're out in the first round because your third pairing defenseman kept giving up goals. So, right. Right. Um, it'll be, int- yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I, I fully expect Calvin. This was Calvin DeHaan's last game as a Chicago Blackhawk. Um, you know, the other trade pieces, we could see move, you know, Dominic Kubelik has been a trade, you know, the Ben Pope of the Sun-Times had reported that both the Anaheim Ducks and the um, Edmonton Oilers were interested in Kubelik. Mm-hmm. guy like Ryan Carpenter, I would be shocked if he doesn't get traded. Yep. Uh, Team, uh, Pope also said that the Nashville Predators were looking to get uh, Ryan Carpenter, which, okay. I mean, they've got four or five of him already, but sure. <laughs> they want um, they want another you one. You do a lot worse. Like a guy like Ryan Carpenter is like the quintessential trade deadline guy. Mm-hmm. He's not the superstar, but he's the kind of guy that every successful playoff team has multiple guys like that. He plays those tough defensive shifts. He plays, he kills penalties. He plays physical. Mm-hmm. He can even stand in front of the net on the power play if you, if you want him to. And he's got playoff experience. He was part of that. Vegas Gold Knights team, team yep. that made the Stanley Cup final in 2018, and he had some success when he was with uh, the Sharks before that. Mm-hmm. So Brian Carpenter plays Stanley Cup playoff-style hockey during the regular season. His game is perfect for playoff hockey, so I think he's a guy that should be on the move. I wouldn't not expect a huge return, a fourth-round pick maybe. Um, so th- those are guys to look on the move, and you never know what happens. There's always a couple of moves that you don't see coming. Um, but I would say, in all likelihood, uh, for sure, DeHaan and, and Carpenter will be traded tomorrow. Maybe, likely, Kubelik. And then we'll see about Marc-Andre Fleury. Other than that, we'll see what else is, is out there. You know, it would have been interesting to see what a guy like Murphy, if he wasn't hurt, would there have been interest in him because he's got term. McCabe, I, there hasn't been much rumbling for him. Right. I don't see that happening. Maybe that's an off-season move. Patrick Kane's not going anywhere tomorrow. Don't worry about that. If that's going to happen, yep. that's going to happen in the summertime. Yeah, we we heard that from uh, from Elliot Friedman on Sportsnet last right. his, uh, his yesterday. Agent, Pat, Pers- uh, Pat Persson has yeah. said that Kane will not be traded. Right. Jonathan Taze will not be traded. Uh, Seth Jones will not be traded. Right. So you take those off. Now, I don't see you know I, I don't see an Alex DeBrinket blockbuster unfolding. In the next sixteen hours, be quite the shock. That would be that would be quite the content for tomorrow. That would be (laughs) uh, that make for great show for sure. But I don't don't see that happening. happening, No. So you know, um, you know, I can't really see other than those those veteran guys we mentioned a whole lot else moving. But you never know. You never know. We didn't think realistically Brendan Hagel was going to get traded, and then you couldn't say no to that deal. Yeah. So who knows what what is going to get thrown at Kyle Davison tomorrow? 
um, you know, there are, it's a seller's market right now. So um, we'll see what uh, what he does. He got off to a great start with that return he got for Hagel. Let's Build see how he follows that. that up uh, in the next few. I'm sure he's not going to be getting much sleep tonight. Um, and then uh, it'll be our turn to not get much sleep later <laughs> in the week. Yeah, and and you know you mentioned the Nashville Predators. This is this is why I love doing uh, doing live shows. We can get some live updates. This is from Pierre LeBrun. The Nashville Predators have acquired, reportedly, defenseman Jeremy Lausanne from the Seattle Kraken. Kraken are uh, they're open for business. Moving their defensemen. They're not going to have any left <laughs> by the end of this week. <laughs> they're going to have a lot of young young guys coming up. Probably. Yeah, Ron Francis. Uh, you know he uh, he took a beating for his. Um, expansion draft strategy. He didn't didn't thrill a lot of people. He's turned um, it into some, some future capital, right? I think he's you know he had a different strategy and in long term might last longer than the Vegas Golden Knights, who are well. And I think I think a lot of teams got smart to the expansion yeah. draft after Vegas yeah. fleeced a bunch of people. Exactly, exactly. So um, the Vegas is something we'll never see again as far as expansion teams go. Probably not. Um, you know, especially right out of the gate. Yeah. So, but you know, Francis is, is he's got a long-term plan and, and hopefully the fans in Seattle have hopped on the ride with him. And then we got to hop on the ride with, with Kyle Davis. I would, I would like to believe that we will get some more people hopping on the ride after, uh, after 2 PM on Monday. And I, I, I have a lot of hope that, uh, Kyle's going to be, you know, working, I know he says he only has one phone, but working multiple phones uh, to, uh, to 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 make some impactful deals. Another little trade bit to come across. We've been talking about goalies. Kevin Weeks is reporting that the Arizona Coyotes are trading goaltender Scott Wedgwood to the Dallas Stars for a conditional fourth round pick in 2023. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, does that need- does that mean Braden Holtby is on the market? Maybe. Does that mean Dallas is or maybe the Texas Stars need a goalie? Yeah, that's 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 potentially true. Yeah, conditional fourth round pick in next year's draft. Not uh, not too much to give up for uh, for a goalie like Wedgwood, who's got some NHL experience. Uh, and yes, you know, speaking of other other trades that are kind of floating out there right now, this one was floated out a little bit uh, earlier in the evening involving the Minnesota Wild. Um, this was one. This was one that you know we we saw come across the wire, and um, you know had some impact on a potential. Uh, deal or trade package that maybe could have been floated out there for Mark Andre Fleury, but it looks like uh, sources. This is from uh, Michael Russo of the Athletic, uh, Wild reporter for the Athletic. Sources say the Wild plan to trade the draft rights of Jack McBain to the Coyotes for one of their many second-round picks in next year's draft, which was originally owned by the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, so yeah, the Wild are being uh, being active. Now, that's obviously conditioned with uh, the fact that if the uh, Coyotes can get a deal done with McBain, then that uh, that that deal will go through officially. But uh, McBain was a, a guy that I think some people were looking at as, you know, a player that was available from Minnesota in their prospect system that would have been intriguing to see potentially come back in a, a potential Marc-Andre Fleury trade. But it looks like that's going to be off the board as well. Yeah, and uh, well, good for McBain. I, I mean, he didn't, for whatever reason, he didn't want to play for Minnesota, and he'll probably get a chance to jump right into the uh, right into the lineup. Right in into the lineup with Arizona. There's definitely some space there, and Arizona had five, five second round picks. <laughs> they had yeah, so picks they still have four. So they get an NHL ready prospect in McBain, and who was a second round pick? Correct. Was he not? McBain was a third round, round pick, pick right. if I'm if I'm so they get a, they get an the NHL body for the remainder of the season, most likely, and they still have four second round picks. So that's what you do. Uh that's what, that's what it, you yeah. do. That's why you stockpile picks because they either become hopefully prospects or they become currency for you to get other pieces along the way. Mm-hmm. So the more pros- the more draft picks Kyle Davidson can uh accure the next couple of years the better it goes because then the Blackhawks can make trades like that. Exactly. Jack McBain was the first pick of the third round in the 2018 draft. 63rd overall, played four seasons at Boston College, had 19 goals and 33 points in 24 games with Boston College this season. So Boston your, College is not in the 
They are not in the tournament. Which is a good segue for... Which is a good segue because the Blackhawks will have a couple prospects uh, playing in the NCAA Men's Frozen Four tournament. Five prospects to be exact, spread across three teams. Uh, Ryder Rolston and Landon Slagert with the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They will be taking on North Dakota in the first round. That should be fun. Connor Kelly and Wyatt Kaiser, a pair of defensemen with Minnesota Duluth. They will be facing Michigan Tech in the first round. And uh, often forgot about prospect Slava Demin. He is with UMass as they take on Minnesota in the first round. So some intrigue for the uh, for the prospect system for the Blackhawks as the uh, college Frozen Four uh, men's Frozen Four tournament begins uh, in the next couple of days. So that'll be something to uh, to keep an eye on. I know. Uh, Kaiser was making some waves on uh, on social media the other night. He had a pretty uh, pretty pretty nice move for uh, for Minnesota Duluth as they captured the uh, NCHC championship. Um, he's a, he's a, he's a defenseman that I think not a lot of people have given a lot of given a lot of uh, attention to because you know so much has been being made of the prospect system and the players in Rockford right now. But Wyatt Kaiser has played, you know, in a in a top pairing role on a national championship caliber team for the last two seasons, and was part of Team USA's World Junior Championships roster this past uh, winter, and will likely again play for them in the summer. He uh, he might have out of all the the defensive prospects the Blackhawks have now, all those guys in Rockford, uh, he might have the highest ceiling out of all of them. Um, he's, he's, he looks he's, very promising. He is that. Uh, hybrid defenseman that today's NHL teams kill for. Uh, he's a great skater. If you watch that highlight that you put out there and I retweeted, it did a backhanded goal. He picks off a pass in the neutral zone. It's great play. Beats, and beats, his, beats his man one-on-one and then beats the goaltender with just a fabulous backhand. Um, he's got the offensive game, but the thing that's impressed me the most about him this year is he's made the effort to become a better defensive defenseman. And his offensive numbers have taken a little bit of a dip, but that's because his goal this season was to play better defense. So he's added the defensive part of an already really good offensive start. So out of all those guys in Rockford, you know, your your Kalnooks, your you got another Wyatt. <laughs> What's with the Wyatt K's in the, in the organization? Wyatt Kaiser, Isaac, Wyatt Isaac Phillips, D- Bodine, yep. all those guys. Ian Mitchell, Kaiser may have the highest ceiling. I'm not saying he's going to be the best. But I think if out of all those guys, the one that could become that that star offensive minded defenseman, Kaiser has the best chance to be, be that guy. Yeah, I think he's I think he's got a lot of potential. I think he's you know he's playing a lot of important minutes for for a top. He for could a top be caliber what the team. Blackhawks envisioned Adam Boquist to be. That would be nice. That would be nice. That would be nice if he turned into that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how how some of these prospects play in, in this tournament. It's always a you know, it's always a good time to to see what some of the younger guys have that aren't uh, that aren't in the AHL system yet. Um, you know, we 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 saw we saw last year with with Minnesota Duluth and and Wyatt Kaiser. He played a, he played a, a top role for them last year on their run to the national championship game and. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it'll be. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to see more of that from him and 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 Connor Kelly too. He's also been playing, uh, you know, a pretty significant role for for Minnesota Duluth, a seventh round pick. I mean, he might end up being a little bit of a steal for Chicago, which would right. which and, would be great. And you mentioned uh, Landon Slager too, a Notre Dame. He's had a really good season. He's been kind of one of those guys you were kind of like, eh, maybe, maybe not. But he's he's progressed a lot this season, become a really. Uh, a big leader for Notre Dame. And, and also when he was on uh, team USA, he's another guy mm-hmm. we'll probably see back uh, when the uh, world juniors starts over in August. Mm-hmm. Um, so good chance there. The NCAA tournament's always a ton of fun. It's kind of, it's, it's like the world juniors to a degree um, where you get to see guys that are already five guys who are already in the Blackhawks system, but then you get a chance to look at th- some of these guys that are going to be drafted this year. You can get an idea of maybe some of these guys. And I always like to, to watch those guys stand out. And then when you hear their name on draft day, you're like, Oh yeah, I, saw yeah, that. I, you know, I know yeah. that guy. Or, or you can get some guys that you like, Hey, I want the Blackhawks to get this guy. Some Is college free agents. Yeah, they absolutely. Might be out there too. So, you know, um, it's a fun, I love the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, I'm sure. I, I believe ESPN Plus is going to have most of that coverage. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you, most ESPN of our, most of our uh, hockey fans should already have that ESPN 
Pan Plus, easy for me to say, <laughs> schedule. Um, it's been a long weekend. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I do like Slager. I think, um, I think he's, I, I, I don't want to, you know, get too far ahead of myself knowing that the player that he's kind of turned into, but I, I think he's got a little bit of Brandon Hagel in him. I think he's he's a, he's a good skater. He's got some some offensive pop to him. He's got a little bit of an edge to his game. Um, you know, when he's been with uh, with Team USA at the World Juniors, uh, he's he's he hasn't played a, a prominent role, but he's played more of an energy che- uh, an energy role, a four checker role, um, and he's done very well in those roles. So I, I, I do like Slager. I believe he had the game winning goal in the one game USA got in against Slovakia. He did score. I don't I remember if it was the game winner or not, but he did score. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, he's he'll be one to watch. He's progressed. That's all you want to see out of these young guys: a progression from year mm-hmm. to year, and he's progressed. And, We'll see how that turns out. If he's going to go back to Notre Dame for another season, or if he's going to go pro, probably I would assume a third season at Notre Dame. It's not going to hurt him. Yeah, I would. I don't see any of the Blackhawks' current college prospects coming out uh, this this summer no, and, no, and there's no turning pro. There's no need to. Vlasic uh, you know. was even surprising. I thought he was going to go back to Boston. Uh, to, to Boston. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think with the the state that that program is in. Um, might be a good time to maybe maybe if you have the opportunity to go pro take it yeah well we'll see how that shakes out in the summer we'll see what that roster looks like and how much need is needed in in rockford you know yeah i mean rockford you know with with the blackhawks going through this this trade deadline the rebuild rockford could see some roster turnover in the next uh, couple of hours and they need guys up front so you know if slagger goes pro He'd be a nice addition in Rockford if he's mm-hmm. ready for it, but I don't know if he's ready for that step. But yeah, we'll see. He'll, it's up to him to make that decision. And speaking of our Ice Hogs, they had a big win today as well. They beat the Milwaukee Admirals, and that was a, a two for two on the weekend against. Uh, they beat. They dominated the Grand Rapids Griffins last night, five to one. Mm-hmm. Um, those were the two heading into the weekend. They were in fifth place, the final spot in the HL Central playoffs. Uh, and they, the Griffins and the Admirals were the teams directly ahead of them. And now with the weekend, they have bumped up. They've passed the Griffins in the fourth place in the Central. A little breathing room now. Mm-hmm. They're a few percentage points now behind Milwaukee. Um, so they've got, they gave themselves a little breathing room. Good for them. Reichel had another big goal tonight, the winning goal, I believe. Uh, Michael Tepley and Andre Alti-Barmakian had the other goals. That's been a... That's fabulous been a great line. line. Um, that line got put together right after the Christmas COVID break, and it jump started Michael Tepley, uh, who was pretty much he was pointless for had, a long time. He had one point in like his first twenty games or something. And then this he got season. on that line, and that he had like four goals and seven points in three <laughs> games. Yeah, he, and that's a that's a, an intriguing prospect. That's a guy who. Maybe we're talking about in two years. Need it, yeah. Andre Altabarmakian is a kid that I freaking love. I want this, and I think he's going to get a look at, at the NHL sooner rather than later. I think he, he gets it this he, season. He should. He's earned mm-hmm. it. He's played very well for Rockford. He's a guy that we'll hear a lot from in training camp next year. He's that pesky, you know, again, we'll keep making the Hagel, but he's he could be that he's type an ener- of player. Energy he's, guy, he's, yeah. But he can skate well. He's He knows how to get under guys' buttons. Uh, he knows how to press <laughs> buttons, get under the guy's skin, uh, and he's got some. No, no, no! I get under his buttons. I like that sure, one. Whatever. I like that. <laughs> he's Russian, and Mother Russia, we get under your buttons. Uh, <laughs> they do a fun thing in Rockford, where in between player stoppages, they do learn, learn a Russian word with Alti, and it's him sitting in the arena, and he teaches you a Russian word. Interesting. And it's just he's got and a. Everybody is, is in Rockford. That, is that segment going over well currently? Well, I haven't been there <laughs> since mid-January. Um, so I don't know if they're still running the Russian words. Um, but, you know, it's Rockford yeah. probably. Who um, knows? Yeah. But he's, and everybody loves him. He's got a personality. So he, Yeah, he seems to he seems to have a lot of fans within the, uh, the Ice Hogs So world, I think he's so. a guy that I'm excited about. And I was, I'm hoping he somehow gets to play a game this season because I want to hear Pat Foley scream out, Oh, they yeah. I want to see like him stumble over that one. I, yeah, I, I, I've, <laughs> I've liked what I've seen out of, out of him, um, at the AHL level. Yeah. That, that trio has been tremendous for Rockford. And, those are three, and then the and then Blackhawks are starving for forwards that can mm-hmm. contribute. So those are guys that 
uh, you know, Reichel, we knew, we know is going to get his shot mm-hmm. next season. He's got, he's got some, some promise to him for sure. And, and Tepley is a guy that's made a huge jump. He did, wasn't great last year. I mean, his final year it was, in the WHL was It was, was really weird good. with him. It, but last year was a weird year for everybody. For everybody. That Correct, HL, yeah. Last year's HL season shouldn't even count. <laughs> it, really. I mean, it wasn't good yeah. for the development of a ton of young players. Um, so you kind of scratched that. In the first half of this season, he was invisible. And all of a sudden... As I said, since the ter- since we turned to 2022, he's been great, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's he's really good to shoot out too. He's had a few. Yeah, he's, he's had, had a few a few good moves in the shootout. So he's a so he's somebody to be you know hopeful for, and, and at this point, at, at up front, we'll take anything we can get. But Tepley and Arthur Barmakian are are right there behind Reichel as the guys to get to get a look coming up, at which the, is good at, because at the we, forward position for sure. Because there's a guy we've been talking about for a couple of years, Evan Barrett, and I just don't see that happening. I don't, Yeah. I, I, for whatever reason, he, he, he shows flashes, but he just, he, I don't think he has the speed to really last long in the, in the NHL, but you know, we can see what happens, but give him a game. I mean, beyond, beyond tonight, this was the last game where you were going to get a full NHL lineup yeah. with the Blackhawks. So, Reward so, these so guys, give these guys some time. Yeah. For one of those weekday home games and then send them back to Rockford. Give them a taste. They've earned it. They've played well down there. So, um, but I, I'm, I'm pulling for, for Alti Barmaki yeah. and I want to see him in the NHL. He's a fun kid. Well, fans, this fans are going to love him. Yeah. Hey, Craig, uh, you're talking a lot about, uh, being in Rockford, I know you spent a lot of time in the AHL January here. It's really happy to hear that you're talking AHL again. It's been a while. Um, I want to ask you about Rockford because I told you before the show I grew up 20 minutes away right. uh, and we've talked square cut pizza. Have you ever been over to Lino's? I have not. Okay. I'm not sure. You probably heard about it maybe. Yeah. I've seen it. I was just there two weeks ago for a nephew birthday right. party. Is it, is it square cut pizza? You'll get square pizza. All right. Well, yep. if, I, if I go to, if I go to be the BMO for a playoff game, hopefully I'm going to go out there and cover a playoff game. I will have pregame pizza. Allow there. yourself time at Lino's. And did you ever do beefaroo? That's the I big rock. I have done beefaroo. It's solid. Yeah, it's solid. It's it's it's. None of these folks are paying us here, but I just I got to give a no, shout yeah. out to oh. some food out there. I just look at me. I've hey, look at me. Done the beefaroo. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's, That's actually great. my nickname in college. <laughs> right here in the radish garden. In the radish. That's where you're gonna hear. It. Yeah. My friends. Awesome. Well, that I mean, that has been a quite quite the dose of prospect talk here on the CHGO Blackhawks. Get used podcast. to it, Blackhawk fans. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get a lot more after this deadline show. That's all we got. Study so. up on some of these names. You're going to hear a, a lot of new ones because that's all we got for three to five years. Yeah, and and apologies if that's too much, you know, optimism in the prospect system. But hey, that's all we got right now. Uh, if you have enjoyed Prospect Talk and if you've enjoyed the CHGO Blackhawks podcast and all of our great podcasts across the board of Chicago sports, one way to help us continue grow to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our great web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll be happy to help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois, so you can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Now, I know we've been joking about the radish garden here, but we here at CHGO want to make sure that everyone is living their best healthy lifestyle. And to do that, we are sponsored by Athletic Greens. And they came on recently as a sponsor, and they're really excited about their new AG1 product. Uh, It is a formula designed to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and give you more natural energy. In just one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And it's perfect for different lifestyle diets like gluten-free or keto or paleo, dairy-free, vegan, whatever it is with AG1, you're good to go. It's easy to incorporate into your life no matter how busy you might be. It's just a small once-a-day habit with big benefits. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. 
Just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's all you need to do. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Blackhawks. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Blackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Just a little bit of house cleaning there for... Uh, I gotta for, check for that. The podcast. Uh, I gotta uh, when I get home when I take my AG one tomorrow. I gotta read that entire ingredient list to make sure all seventy five. See if there's any radishes in there. If there's radishes. <laughs> some then, radish then it's, extract. Then it's like the best thing you can ever take. There you go. Need some radish powder in that AG one. There you go. Yeah, I think uh, I think there there might be. I, I haven't looked at all this, all seventy five ingredients, but. Uh, We'll, uh, we'll we'll have to we'll have to report back after looking at the. Well, if the Blackhawks make no trades tomorrow, we can spend the second half of the show reading off all seventy five ingredients. Yeah, <laughs> I I mean I I literally cannot imagine a world in which we talk about zero Blackhawks no, trades I, tomorrow. I, I I would be shocked. I would be shocked. Yeah, so I think I think we're gonna have a, a pretty pretty busy show uh, tomorrow. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, multiple times. Jay Zawoski will be joining uh, Greg and myself. We'll be live from 1 p.m. till 3 p.m. That covers the 2 p.m. Uh, Central Time trade deadline. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to have a number of trades to talk about. Dominic Kubalik should be on the move. Calvin DeHaan should be on the move. Ryan Carpenter should be on the move. Maybe Dylan Strom is on the move, and I have to pick somebody new for the CHGO fourth star of the game yeah, through the rest of the season. I would. I will you wear a black armband uh, after on the post yeah, I'll, show. Yeah, I'll, I'll dress in all black <laughs> if he gets traded. Quick, quick note: uh, Blackhawks uh, media just sent out a note that uh, there is no practice tomorrow, as expected. But as Kyle expected. Davidson will meet with the media shortly after the two p.m. deadline tomorrow at okay. the Fifth Third Arena. Um, so he'll be talking while we're chatting so maybe we can get some uh, keep an eye on it get some good quotes during that uh one little tip i want to give out i want to give out a shout out you know well, while you while we want you to join us live at monday at monday tomorrow 1 p.m uh maybe tune in a little earlier i hear that bear show tomorrow is going to have CHGO some CHGO bears CHGO bears i think is going to be there's going to be a uh, i think a there's a familiar face i think there's going to be a big, joining the show yes i think there's going to be a nice huge guest that all Bears fans will know. If, if you drive out to Rockford, you'll see his face a lot. On yeah, that's yeah. yes. true. Or any of our yeah. lovely tollways yeah, here in Illinois. Yes. A, a recently uh, recently regrown hair. Yes. You may not, you'll recognize his face. You may not recognize his hairline, but you will recognize his face. Yeah. So uh, we'll Bring him into frame yeah, here. The, the, there's the little birdie told me we got a huge <laughs> guest. We're not going to say who it is. Right, on the Bears show. Um, so... Watch that awesome Bears show, which you should be That'll doing be anyway, with Olin Krutz and Adam Hogue and our great Bears team. And then stick around. Uh, Jay Zawaski, Meyer, and I will have the NHL trade deadline covered like nobody else in this city. And we're going to be here all day. We will be, uh, we'll be if, there's, if there's anything that happens in Blackhawks world before 1 p.m., um, be sure to check, uh, check our, all our social media channels. We'll be going live, talk, giving some quick analysis of that uh if, if you can follow us at uh all, at uh, chgo underscore blackhawks you can follow myself at mario underscore terabasi you can follow greg at uh greg boyson and you can follow jay at jay zawoski pretty straightforward pretty easy to uh to find on, on twitter and uh give us a follow um, but yeah, we'll be we'll be giving some analysis yep. before the show. Just some quick things to kind of tease tease the rest of the show out there. We'll be we'll be getting uh, some trade grades going Monday after the deadline. That content will be uh, on allchgo.com. And so with, keep a with lookout Jay for that. Coming on, it's like we acquired we made a big deadline. It's deal. a big deadline CHGO's deal. CHGO's sure. deadline deal debuts uh, tomorrow, <laughs> so it'll be good. I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. I won't be able to sleep much tonight. Yeah, it's 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 going to be exciting. I'm going to have to uh, going to have to get up bright and early to beat the uh, the traffic into the city. Yeah, I don't. I do have not missed the commute into the city. <laughs> that's for sure. But it's totally worth it to come talk Blackhawk trades with all you lovely people. Make sure 
you're clicking the like button. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube so we know you guys smash like that us. like button. There you go, and uh, and subscribe if you're if you're listening to the audio versions wherever you consume your favorite podcast. Please subscribe there so you don't miss any of our shows or any of our great shows across the CHGO network. We're trying. We're not trying. We are covering uh, Chicago like no other outlet is here in the city. So absolutely, uh, we've, got, we've got a guy from each baseball team out in. They're out in Arizona, Arizona covering spring training. We got the deadline cover. We got a huge Bears show. The Bulls are rolling. Bulls are rolling. This got is, the Sky this, podcast this is, this going. Is, yes. Can't forget the Sky. The reigning WNBA champions. The only reigning champions in this town. So, man, hop Good on stuff. the ride. Hop on the CHGO ride. Good stuff. I'm excited. I like it. Uh, a little update here that is uh, very intriguing. We mentioned the Predators acquiring Jeremy Lozon, uh, defenseman from the Seattle Kraken. They are getting giving a second round pick to Seattle in exchange for Lozon, who is under uh, team control. He's a pending RFA. Six points in fifty three games this season for Lozon, a second round pick. And and Good haul in, for in, in the Francis. few in the few Seattle Kraken games that I have watched, he has not been great. No. So a second round pick for a player like that. Makes me very intrigued to see what a Calvin DeHaan deal could bring us tomorrow. But tell me more how David Poley is a genius. <laughs> I mean, hey, this this isn't a Preds podcast. I can't uh, can't give you that God kind of that. can't give you that kind of <laughs> be able to wear kind of info. But uh, yeah, I think we'll I think we'll wrap it up. We'll oh, uh, good, we'll, le- we'll leave it at point. that. That's a that's a little teaser for tomorrow. Yes, Some, all trades all day tomorrow. Let's all make trades it all day. Uh, so that'll do it for this edition of the CHGO Blackhawks podcast again big show tomorrow can't wait for greg boyson i'm mario terabasi we will catch you all tomorrow for the trade deadline